All right, welcome everybody to the Back in Five podcast. I'm back with Brad this week. Last week it was Paul. It was Paul's first time. Is he okay? Yeah, he did good. Yeah. I think so. He didn't fall out of his chair? No, he did great. Oh, okay, so um, we continue on in the Advent series on Fulfilled and looking at the character of Christ this week from Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. Um, there's a lot. There was a lot. There's a lot, and it was all really good and all very convicting, at least for me personally. It was great fun. So can you just kind of walk us through the message a little bit, and um, we'll go from there. Well, we started out with uh, this passage that at first glance you might not think is a Christmas passage. Yeah. But the word born is in there. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Jesus was born in the world, which uh, comes a little bit later. Uh, So it is, uh, the Advent is discussed. Uh, but uh, more than anything else, we see uh, what kind of person is the Messiah, hmm. uh, this selfless, uh, loving uh, person who comes to save. So anyway, Paul starts out in the passage uh, talking about, you know, where do we find encouragement here? So if there's any encouragement in Christ, and he kind of lists, kind of goes in this gauntlet of listing things, hmm. of things that we're all longing for, you know, uh, any comfort from love, any participation in the spirit, any affection and sympathy. And then he calls for, you know, completing his joy in terms of what he's longing for as a pastor, and as a church planner. Uh, he's longing for unity within the church body. Uh, and this this picture of selflessness uh, in terms of what we should be as Christ followers. So anyway, that's what it became a very, uh, it was very easy to outline from that standpoint in terms of points that we all need the encouragement of Christ. And that comes through, first of all, the comforting power of love, participation with the Holy Spirit, where you know we're, we're actually doing what God says we should do, mm. uh, through our display of affection and sympathy with each other, which is exactly what Jesus did everywhere, uh, and our unity as a church, which is huge. Mm. And then through our selflessness, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also the interests of others. We use the Colossians 3 passage in terms of uh, the discussion of putting off things Mm -hmm. that are uh, negative attributes and putting on good, righteous attributes. Yeah. And went through that with respect to putting off selfishness and putting on humility. Yeah. One of the points that I took away from that was I need to be more like a golden lab, you know, retriever. Yeah, Yeah, whatever it was like. I thought that was such a good, it was such a good picture for me because like I just pictured this big, fun, loving dog with his tail always wagging, and I was like, maybe I should be more like that to people. We can be. I know, and you're like that. <laughs> no. You are like that. Only by the grace of God go I. Anyway, you came up on my life group questions. I wrote you down a couple times in here, well, so well, you thanks. practice what you preach. Well, I hope so. Anyway, I'm trying. That's good. That's good. So anyway. <laughs> If you didn't catch that, you need to listen to the pod or listen to the sermon because you talked about a dog. And anyway, <laughs> yeah, we need real, to all be with more relationship dogs. to my friend. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? Yeah, in a good way. So, so that's cool. Let's. Uh, I mean, let's move on because the second the second part um, you bring up a number of points just from verse five. Well, verse five is kind of the the apex. Yeah. You know, we kind of come up to the, this mountain. We're we're climbing. We're ascending. We finally get to the top and. And Paul finally lets it out. <laughs> Would you just have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus? Mm. Would we just think the way Jesus does? Which yeah. is like, well, that's a great idea. Yeah. Well, then, you know, the question as I'm reading this is like, well, how does Jesus think? Yeah. And then by way of our Advent series fulfilled, uh, what are the character attributes 
that we see in the Old Testament that are discussed about the coming Messiah, which is kind of fun. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, in terms of a search like that, there's all kinds of uh, messianic prophecies about the birth of Jesus and even his his um, uh, crucifixion and, and, mm -hmm. and uh, suffering for us. But there aren't a whole lot on its character attributes. Mm -hmm. But this is kind of a smattering of what we find by yeah. way of these kind of prophecies. So, so that's what yeah. became the framework for this uh, discussion. Yeah. So we see his wisdom, his justice, his righteousness, his faithfulness. Uh, he speaks the truth. Uh, he's compassionate. Uh, and one of my favorites, uh, he is yeah. gallant. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I long to be gallant. I want to be, you know, someone who is able to help come save the day somehow, some way for mm -hmm. people. Uh, and he's loving. Um, so anyway, it was great fun just to tear apart the Old Testament messianic prophecies uh, and then see how they're fulfilled in the New Testament in the person of Christ. Yeah. One of the ones that, that resonated with me is uh, is that subpoint F, that he is compassionate, because you, you asked the question from Matthew um, 9.36, you know, that Jesus saw these people as they're harassed, as, the, as if they're sheep without a shepherd. And you just asked a, a simple question. Do you see people that way? Yeah. And, so, and oftentimes we don't. We're, yeah. we're annoyed. You're doing yeah. it wrong. You're yeah. bugging me. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not uncommon that we're in the checkout line and mm. the checker does something that bugs you and you're miffed. Yeah. <laughs> or the McDonald's lady forgot your fries. Yeah. You know, yeah. and we're like, wow. Yeah. And yeah. really, you know, yeah. as opposed to maybe, you know, she's working minimum wage and has a rough go of it. Uh, again, this is an aside. Just yesterday, I was at a at a place getting my oil changed, and the guy behind the counter, I heard him talking to another guy that, you know, the police came over to his house because he got accused of something mm. the night before, and he just had a rough night. And so here's a guy, just a clerk, trying to do a job. Yeah. But he just went through a horrible ordeal through, yeah. you know, in all likelihood, through his own poor choices. Mm -hmm. Now, I could be mad at him or angry with him because he wasn't so nice to me that day mm. or didn't treat me with the utmost respect I should be as a client or a customer. But, man, he's got his own pile. And yeah. maybe I could be compassionate towards this guy yeah. and, and love on him somehow. It's good. So, it Man, and think about this, the, the comfort in, in verse 5 um, have this mind, so it's it's a kind of like a command to do that. But which is yours? Yeah, you've got. We this. have it. We have. We just have to, to tap into it and right. do it. Right. So, all right. Uh, would, so then, would that be cool? Yeah. So then we need to model the example of Christ, verses six through eleven. Yeah. The the so now we see kind of Paul's view about what this mindset looks like. Uh, this having the mind of Christ, who though he was uh, was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. So we see uh, this idea of how we should model uh, Christ-likeness through servanthood, through humility, being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. So we see servanthood, humility, obedience. Mm -hmm. And then we see the ultimate purpose behind all of this uh, in terms of you know God highly exalting him. Um, with this name that's above every name and every knee will bow, uh, no matter who you are, no matter when you are. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. Yeah. It's all about his glory, yeah. period. Yeah. It's what it, by the way, that's what it's always been about. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. So uh, we're excited about uh, 
the series continuing on. Uh, it doesn't. It takes a kind of a pause this week because we have the cantata. Yeah. And you're singing in it. Well, you're gonna let me. So. I'm gonna let you. I'm Thank finally you. making you music. Yeah. After, after yeah, you I'm just bad, printed my I'm music a, today. I'm a bad worship pastor. I sometimes don't supply people with their needs. It's, Was there something else you wanted to say? You flipped no. it. No. There's probably good stuff there. No, I'm all good. <laughs> Okay. I'm fantastic. Well, let me let me tell you thank you for letting me shake you on in front of everybody on the church, you know, on Sunday when I made water spill out everywhere. Oh, no, that was great. And no, you did a, you did a great did job. Did I do a good job? You did. Yeah. I didn't know how hard to shake. No, you did great. We made a big big mess. It was good. So. So, hopefully good things are flying out of you. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right. All right, we'll see you on Saturday at 6:30 for the cantata. Or 11 a.m. Remember, there's no 9:30 service this week. It's just adult Bible study fellowship. I mean, you can come, just nothing's happening. You'll see the choir practicing, right? Which is good. All right, we'll see you guys then. Bye. Thanks.